Welcome to the Alice Mason podcast. My name is Alessandro Ravagnolo and I'm a principal within the Alice Mason's consulting division. Today, I will be outlining Alice Mason predictions for M&A activity in the telecoms market for in 2021. The full written version of the associated article is available to access and download from the Analyze Mason website. 2020 was the year when COVID-19 disrupted our lives, but it is also the year that demonstrated how important telecoms, media and technology sector is in the modern world. The merger and acquisitions deal flow continued throughout the year, largely unaffected by the pandemic. Investors showed strong appetite for digital infrastructure in particular, and all stakeholders involved in transactions from investors to advisors demonstrated resilience by quickly adapting to a new modus operandi. 2021 is expected to be a year of great dynamism, with opportunities across the TMT value chain for an even wider audience of investors than seen before. Analyse Mason is pleased to present its top 10 M&A predictions. Prediction number one. Investors will rebalance their portfolios towards digital infrastructure. COVID-19 had different impacts across the infrastructure verticals. Some verticals proved to be more exposed than others to the downturn created by the COVID-19 outbreak, whilst digital infrastructure, along with renewable energy, was one of the most resilient. The pandemic accelerated some positive dynamics, especially the digitalization of many sectors and the demand for high-speed and reliable connectivity. This acts as a stimulus to the demand for new generation networks and improves their economics. For instance, more certainty around the demand. As a result, digital infrastructure is more than ever a sought-after yet scarce commodities that every long-term investors want in their portfolios. Sponsors that have not historically considered digital infrastructure as part of the remit are now expected to reevaluate their position. While many generalist investors already active in the space will likely look to invest a higher share of their capital in telecoms infrastructure. Prediction number two. Operators' lower valuations will trigger trade private deals. Another side effect of the pandemic is that the trading value of public non-infrastructure operators has taken a hit. Many operators are in fact trading at lower values than they used to pre-COVID-19. Bold investors are expected to consider the buyout of public companies with an exploited growth potential. This is especially true for those companies that have been capital constrained in the past. Private ownership could offer them the opportunity to plan more aggressive investment strategies and accelerate network deployments and upgrades, especially on 5G and fiber, to explore the positive dynamics discussed in the previous prediction. There have been already a few examples of this happening. The acquisition of Basmobil in Spain by a consortium including KKR, CMVN and Providence. Patrick Drahis, the listing of uh, Altis Europe. And Edge Fund, Tosca Fund, Asset Management, making an offer to take Talk Talk in the UK into private ownership. This expected wave of acquisitions 
are so far spared the largest operators, despite many incumbent share prices having decreased significantly at the beginning of 2020. However, this might not last if share value remains low in 2021. So management teams are expected to defend the public positioning of their companies with bolder strategies. These are likely to include the usual efficiency measures, also through digitalization of processes, but also further investments in new generation networks that will further boost deployment and increase competition. Prediction number three, European mobile consolidation will resume. European mobile operators are facing the perfect storm, rising capital requirements for Spectrum, 5G deployment, fiber deployment, saturated and highly competitive retail markets, and additional pressure on financials driven by the COVID-19 outbreak. In this context, in-market consolidation is increasingly attractive to operators and to their shareholders. To overcome the hurdles imposed by competition authorities that oppose many consolidation deals, operators have signed an increasing amount of uh, run-share deals as an alternative approach to reduce costs and increase efficiency. However, the 20th May 2020 General Court rulings that overturned the previous European Commission decision to prohibit the merger between 3 and 2 in the UK is likely to radically affect the way future proposed mergers will be evaluated by the relevant European authorities. Once the dust has finished settling, we predict that there will be one or more consolidation attempts in the larger European markets to reduce the number of mobile network operators from four to three. Prediction number four, focus on mobile and fixed connectivity in rural and remote areas. Bridging the digital gap will play an increasingly central role in the agenda for policymakers and subsequently regulators in a post-pandemic environment. The rollout of new generation mobile and fixed networks in rural areas and the associated opportunities for investors in the fiber and tower spaces are common knowledge and have already been extensively discussed. The difference is that there used to be uh, a rural threshold beyond which the traditional models were ineffective to produce the required returns on capital invested. This threshold is now being challenged and pushed back by the increased visibility predictability of future cash flow due to the positive long-term dynamics created by the pandemic. As a result, rural connectivity is attracting more funding and well-designed subsidy vouchers policies could further boost the operator's appetite for deployment in rural areas. However, Traditional infrastructure approaches are unlikely to be sufficient to tap into the opportunity offered by connecting most remote areas. On fixed broadband connectivity, we see fixed world access and satellite providers to benefit from increased demand and therefore take up. In particular, we see an increasing interest in investment models where through FWA, operators gain control of the subscriber base to then migrate customers to more scalable full fiber platforms where the success rate or competitive threats demand it. This approach can be successful in the risk in deployment in rural areas where high front capex is required. Mobile connectivity requires new business models to deal with the different economics of deployed networks in more challenging and less dense environments. 
government subsidies are also less common in the mobile space than in the fixed space, thus further putting into focus the need to reduce the total cost of ownership of the infrastructure, taking into account both deployment and running costs, of course. Existing players, like Towercoast, can exploit this opportunity by changing the, their relationship with their MNO customers in remote, remote areas. This could involve adopting a wider perimeter of operations. One example could, could come from taking advantage of the future virtualization of radio access networks that will make the ownership of the hardware at the sites less relevant since hardware is more likely to be shared between MNOs. Opportunities could also be created by financial investors interested in supporting rural-focused, mobile-neutral host business models. Most success stories involve emerging markets so far. But at Analyst Mason, we see advantages in replicating these business models in developed economies as well. Prediction number five, larger tower carve-outs and innovative tower perimeters. We are going to see new large tower codes in Europe in 2021. Vodafone's creation of Vantage Towers and the sale of CK Infrastructure Tower assets to Senex are expected to pave the way for other large carve-outs and potential divestments in euros and in other regions. Of interest is the fact that the wave of tower deals is expected uh, to expand to regions that have not been as active before. The two aforementioned deals showed increasing interest in Central and Eastern Europe, even beyond Poland, and the Nordics, but there are indications that Australia will become of interest and that Africa will see a higher number of deals than it has seen on average in the last few years. Finally, we predict that we will see more Senegalese back deals with an innovative perimeter of operations. Prediction 6. MNOs looking for wholesale revenue will increasingly target MVNOs. MNOs have been spending a lot of money on 5G between spectrum auctions and network deployment. The monetization of 5G within the consumer segment remains unclear, and subscriber take-up takes time to build up, thus resulting in low utilization rates of mobile networks. In this context, MNOs are seeking ways to monetize this per capacity by filling the pipe with more traffic. One approach could be to offer FWA services in certain areas, especially for MNOs without a fixed network. This is an attractive proposition because it does not cannibalize existing revenue streams. It could reduce wholesale costs from avoiding to buy access from a wholesaler. However, the traffic generated by fixed broadband subscribers is much higher than that of mobile customers. An MNO can only push the service to the extent that they do not jeopardize the quality of experience offered to mobile users. A second option available to MNO is to attract the mobile virtual network operators on their network. MNOs have fiercely fought for MVNO wholesale contracts in the recent past, with notable MVNO switching host networks. Alternatively, MNOs can buy the MVNO directly, which could allow them to maintain more steering on the positioning of the operator to reduce the revenue cannibalization risk. This strategy has been followed by several operators that needed to build a subscriber base from scratch, such as Massmovil in Spain and Dish in the US. However, this strategy was also adopted by more established MNOs simply interested in the wholesale revenue stream, such as Verizon, Buick, and Plus, 
in Poland. MVNOs are primarily attractive to MNOs on the surface. However, they present interesting opportunities to private equity firms looking for assets with robust market positioning, but with room to improve the financial performance through improved wholesale terms with the host MNOs, which could also be provide an interesting exit strategy. In picture number seven, a major mobile operator will buy one of the IoT market disruptors. More than 30 innovative providers have shown that there is a market for Internet of Things connectivity that is cost-effective and simple to acquire. Once, for example, sold over 5 million SIMs in less than two years thanks to its simple pricing plan and sales model, including online sales. Operators have so far failed to provide an answer to such offers, but at least one major operator will respond to this threat in 2021 by buying one of these players. Prediction number eight, bright outlook for Latin America. We expect to see a solid pipeline of deals in the fiber space in the region. Fixed line infrastructure in Latin America has been lagging behind North America and Europe, but this was partially compensated by dynamic mobile markets. This is no longer sustainable in such competitive markets, and operators are expected to increasingly seek financial or strategic partners to fund their fiber expansion ambitions. This will pave the way for pure wholesale fiber infrastructure players that will certainly be interesting for, to investors used to the crowded American and European markets. The tower landscape in Latin America has always been very lively, with a long list of tower developers that have expanded their portfolios over time. The high fragmentation of most tower markets offers consolidation opportunities to aggregators such as ATC, SBA, IHS, Phoenix Tower International, and Digital Economy, while the high demand for new sites also creates a favorable environment for the rise of new tower costs, which financial investors will use as a growth platform. Condition number nine, private networks will become a hot topic for financial sponsors. The deployment of private networks has quickly become a hot topic in the industry, given the interest displayed by several industry verticals. To date, most of the deployments have been bespoke and led by vendors, and to a lesser extent, mobile operators, as shown by our private network tracker. However, special play, specialist players have been emerging to fulfill the different technical requirements that the various industry parties are likely to have. These specialist players might partner with other companies across the value chain, including MNOs, to deliver end-to-end solutions customized to different service needs, like healthcare, energy, and so on. By providing edge compute capabilities to support native cloud, players can also provide a cloud platform for an emerging set of secure, scalable enterprise applications, further monetizing them, this investment. We expect the emergence of private nature specialists able to provide nature platforms that can be leveraged to avoid applications and make the rollout of private nature cost-effective and in turn more widely adopted. These players will offer investment opportunities to venture capital or private equity firms interested in a space with significant growth potential. The sector could offer interesting exit strategies to vendors, operators, and also infrastructure companies like Cenex that acquired Edscon in 2020. Prediction number 10. Brand vendors will become targets of private equity firms. 
The future virtualization of radio access network creates opportunities for smaller vendors to challenge the dominant position of the incumbents, such as Ericsson, Huawei, Nokia, and SETI. Mobile operators have made clear that the diversification of vendors is a strategic priority and that they are happy to make selective deployments to support emerging solutions that could gain a larger role in the future. Vodafone, Telefonica, and MTN, among the others, have, are showing their support to smaller vendors by deploying virtualized solutions in rural areas. This could also be the ideal testbed for open RAN solutions, given that the potential cost of savings that could be realized fit with the need to reduce costs to make rural investments economically sustainable, and also the lower amount of traffic and revenue in these areas is compatible with taking risks associated with uh, uh, deployment of a technology that still lags behind the one deployed by more traditional vendors, according to many analysts. R&D to support the evolution of the technology roadmap towards virtualization can be expensive. We predict opportunities for investors to provide financial aid to new smaller vendors and potentially to invest in those vendors that have struggled to defend their market share with the arrival of 5G and offer them a new opportunity to reposition their business towards virtual run solutions. Narrowing down our prediction to just 10 from an initial long list of interesting trends and forecasts was a real challenge, which reflects both the dynamic nature of the industry and the continuously expanding breadth of analysis based on transaction support services. We will be pleased to further discuss our top prediction and those no less important that did not make the shortlist this year. There is more content on this topic on the Analysis Mason website. To automatically receive future episodes, please subscribe to Analysis Mason podcast. Thank you for listening. <music>